Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the CSLP podcast. Today's special guest is Carly Cohn. Carly is a financial advisor and a certified student loan professional with a practice in Pittsburgh, PA. In this episode, she's joined by Jansen Heather, and we'll discuss a number of key points about the CSLP program and how it's impacted her practice as well as the lives of her clients. If you're a financial advisor, you owe it to yourself to listen to this episode. So now, I bring you Jance Hoffman, Heather Jarvis, and Carly Cohn. Welcome to the CSLP Podcast, where we're helping to educate, inform, and assist financial professionals and student loan borrowers to make smarter repayment decisions. Yeah, so Carly, um, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, we're happy to hear your story. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about uh, your practice, um, You know, what sort of firm you're in, your role in your firm? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm located in Pittsburgh, and I am a part of an RIA. We're Centerview Wealth Advisors, uh, and we are six advisors um, and one administrative person who will soon be joining us as an advisor soon. And so my background has always has been in um, income protection and insurance. Um, but in the last few years, I have moved more into an advisory role. And I work primarily with medical professionals. And so my background has been just helping starting medical professionals to get off on the right foot financially. Um, so helping them secure income protection, start saving for retirement, education planning, um, and along with our in-house CPA, um, doing tax planning as well. That's great. Um, so when, when you were, uh, where'd you first find out about the CSLP designation? And when you were looking around, how did you, how did you come across this designation? Yeah. Um, so having worked with primarily medical professionals and, and medical residents, um, I started realizing it was probably, I guess, almost two years ago now, started realizing that I really wasn't addressing my client's number one concern, which was their student loans unanimously. So uh, I wanted to be the person to really help them to address this major problem and uh, you know, be an advocate for them. So uh, I became interested in educating myself more in that area. And I was wondering if there was some sort of a designation that was available. I had no idea about the CSLP. And so I uh, found out about it just by Googling and, and doing some research online. And then Jance, you and I had a good phone call where you kind of gave me all of the details and I enrolled. I forced you into it. That's what he does with all of us every day. Jance is like, get stuff done because he just picks up the phone and convinces people to do whatever he wants well, them to that do. Is very right, Jen? You, you're... That's how I got my wife to marry me too. <laughs> you take action. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you talked to us some about working with medical professionals, and I know you found that they have loads of student debt and concerns about their student debt. Um, and one thing I've found in working with high 
debt borrowers like medical professionals is that these tend to be a very clever bunch of people, right? They have extensive education, graduate and professional education oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And so I think often, but not in every case, they, they do have pretty sophisticated questions and they want to really understand why you're recommending what you're recommending. Right. Have you found that to be case as well? I have that. I have found that to be true. Um, I, I just met with a couple last night and that was exactly the case. Um, they ask sophisticated questions and they ask, they think about um, things, you know, things that you're proposing. They think about it from every angle. And so one of the things that I love about the CSLP, and I was just thinking about this in my meeting yesterday evening, is I have the tools and the knowledge and the background about, you know, the where student loans have derived from and the issues in this country. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm going it alone. I know that I have a, a strong network behind me. So that gives me a lot of confidence. And Heather, just, just to be clear, I give answers, but most of the time I just say, hey, it's this lecture yes. in the coursework to go, go, go look at it again. <laughs> and a lot of times I'm like, oh, I should have just done that on my own. But thank you, Chance. You're always very helpful. It's very helpful to have someone point you to where to look things up. And you, sh and you should always practice that way. I mean, we don't, we don't remember. No one remembers everything. You just have to know where to look for that. Info. Exactly. Yes. When, when you were going through the coursework for the designation, um, what were your big takeaways? What did you learn? Was there something that like really stuck out from you from the course that you think like, oh, man, this is so cool when I was going through This is really what I was looking for. Is there something that really sticks out? And the, there was a lot of education on how to develop your own process for helping your clients to answer these difficult questions, whether you're meeting with a parent borrower, whether you're meeting with, you know, first time borrower, all different scenarios. So I really liked the, how expensive the coursework was. You mentioned parent borrowers and um, what have you noticed in terms of your practice in trends? Do you see more older adults with student loans? I work primarily with younger borrowers, but um, other individuals in my practice have leaned on me for guidance for their clients who are parent borrowers. And yes, there are a lot of them. Um, we helped a couple just in the last few weeks who are uh, well into retirement and are still carrying hefty student loan balances and needed guidance. And we were able to offer that direction for them. So it's helped to build credibility for me within my firm as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's an interesting point, mm -hmm. uh, particularly when you decide to study up on a subject like this that is so complicated. Um, that makes sense to me that it would give you an opportunity to, you know, sort of show your colleagues and others um, just how clever you really are. It's helped me with my own colleagues. It's helped me with uh, centers of influence, people that I have been networking with for a long time. So it's connected me to a lot of different people and definitely has built my credibility and confidence. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, what has what would you say specifically within um, your practice has the CSLP uh, changed your practice? Uh, you know, you said you've always been working with medical professionals, but mm -hmm. how has this information um, modified or augmented how you go about doing your work on a day to day basis? So personally, once again, my confidence has gone way up because I, I know that I am adding value and helping people to solve these 
complex problems that really no one else has been able to help them with. I mean, I noticed that there was a definite void in my marketplace and I'm excited that I'm the one to be able to fill that. So my confidence has gone way up. But on top of that, in my business specifically, I mean, it's been growing exponentially because I've differentiated myself. I mean, so many financial advisors want to be speaking with medical professionals and so many medical or financial advisors are trying to go in and speak with medical students and residents. But now that I'm able to set myself a little bit apart from the pack and say, hey, this is specifically what I would like to speak with your group about student loan planning, getting to know the basics and understanding how to put together an individualized plan. That has gotten me in to see groups that I've been trying to see for years. And again, it's helped me with other just centers of influence and, and people that I have been trying to rub elbows with for a long time. So my business has grown tremendously. And do you also find it personally rewarding? And um, I, I myself certainly do. I, I relish being able to assist people with student loans because they're so upset and stressed and confused. And I just, you know, I, I love being able to put people's minds at more ease. I'm so glad that you mentioned that, Heather, because that's something else that I love about this is when I was talking about, you know, financial planning basics and saving for retirement and securing disability insurance, that's all well and good. But I knew that I was missing the mark. I knew that I wasn't making an impact the way that I wanted to be. And now that I'm helping people with these types of issues and like you said, relieving their stress, giving them clarity and peace of mind, that is so fulfilling. And I, I'm so happy with it. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I, one of the great things about that, don't you think, Carly, is how you can almost feel a little part of the support system for whatever work your clients are doing. Mm -hmm. So in the case of your clients are physicians and you know that they're working long hours yes. in order to keep people healthy or, or, you know, aid those who are sick and they, they don't have mm -hmm. time to figure this stuff out. Not only they don't have time, but they don't have the skills exactly. that you have and you can really, you know, carry that burden for them so that they can focus on what they're good at, which is, you know, important. You hit the nail on the head. They can focus on becoming the best practitioner that they can be. And they know that a lot of times too, is when I speak with, with residents, they say, hey, I want to be purchasing a home, starting a family, getting married. But until I can somehow figure out how to get organized with these student loans, I literally can't think about anything else. So, and they don't, like you said, they don't have the time, they don't have the resources. And then if they do put a plan together, how do they know if they're on the right track? So to be the person to, you know, ease that burden, to implement the plan and help them see it to fruition so that they can, you know, get excited and start planning for other things. That's incredibly rewarding. I, I second that. I think that's probably the best part of yeah. doing this is, mm -hmm. is seeing the relief on people's faces and getting that warm and fuzzy feeling inside that you're, that you're actually helping them. You know, you don't always feel that, you know, it when you're doing long-term retirement yeah. planning and disability, but you don't always feel it. Like when you do this, how 
this work, you really feel the the, the value you're bringing to them. There's instant gratification. Well, that's that's so funny that that's what you said because I was going to say the exact yeah. thing. It kicks it kicks in right mm-hmm. away as soon as you meet with a student loan client, and you just can say to them, "Hey, you know, you're not alone in this. You don't, you know, there lots of folks owe a lot of money, and it's going to be okay. You know, we're going to work out a plan and follow the plan, and that's all you need to do. It'll work out. And and I feel too the the loyalty that they have to you when you're willing to help them with this. You know, I always say, um, you know, I'm really, I'm hoping my clients will invest with me, but, yeah. but first I'm going to invest my time in them, mm-hmm. right. With, with these clients. And, and I feel that, that they really, you know, they will be prospected by other advisors, other counseling, other advice, but they will always come right back to you with questions first and foremost. And I have clients that, you know, they, they're thinking about potentially taking a different job offer. And the first thing they do before they call their spouse is to call me to ask about their student loans, mm-hmm. right? What does this mean for my plan? And it's, there's just a, an extra special bond between you and the client that I think is unlike anything else. You're building such a strong relationship from such an early stage. And when I'm speaking with groups, I, I always like to mention, you know, this is not a big money maker for us. This is not something where we are trying to you know, profit from. This is an area where we're hoping to add value and build a relationship with you. And that's all. And, what, and I feel like people say, can really feel that and, and appreciate it. Yeah. What, what would you say to, to other advisors that are out there that are providing advice, may run into physicians with student loans, but don't have the, probably the depth of knowledge that you have? What, what would you caution? What, what would you say to those other advisors? I've heard advice that residents have gotten from other advisors who have not completed the CSLP coursework, and I know that they are doing their best to help, but I just don't know that they have the tools and resources to um, be be giving sound advice. I mean, um, the knowledge that I've gained through the CSLP, I don't I don't know how I would have done it otherwise. Uh, and and once you complete the CSLP coursework, you you have 100% confidence that you're making the right recommendations. But without it, I don't know how you would have that certainty. And and the, that's so cool, that you know, because as well, the tools that we have available to us. Sorry, not to interrupt you, Heather. I'm the one that interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, no, but I was going to say, it's just, it's really great to hear because I think, you know, Jance and I learned this stuff in a similar way. You know, I... I learned it on my own as you were sort of trying to do, but it took, you know, a decade. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even kidding. You know, like the, the reason that Jance and I can teach this stuff is because we've done so much of it for so long. Mm-hmm. And that's not true of a lot of people. And there is no reason for you to invent the wheel all by yourself. Right. You know, we can get you started with the, you know, foundation. And as you said, a really pretty comprehensive material that people in your position will need to be aware Mm of and then that and that just uh you know makes you uh able to go out and you know fight the good fight and 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 help people um knowing that you've you know that someone has uh taught you and you've demonstrated your own capability on you know what's a really rigorous examination Mm -hmm. i would say how did you how did you find the um, designation exam? Was it difficult? 
it was it was difficult. I, I felt that the coursework really prepared me well for the final exam. So it, it wasn't a walk in the park by any means, but I felt the way that the coursework was structured, um, the, the way that the modules were structured, and then uh, how the, you went through the case studies and you were also able to reinforce what you learned with the added reading material. I felt prepared for the final exam. So it, do you ever look back at some of those materials in the course of your work? I have my flashcards on my desk at all times. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, I do the the flashcards <laughs> flash are right underneath my phone number. Yes. So if I have to remember the loan dates or I don't know, different interest subsidies are right there in a stack and I just flip through. So it's very cool. <laughs> I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I have to open like 17 Excel files to even do one thing. Yeah. Well, I started out that way. And then I said, where's that stack of note cards? I'm just going to keep them right here. And that made things a lot easier. <laughs> so, Car Carly, we've had some different discussions, you and me off the record, uh, about mm -hmm. um, financial services companies in general. Um I'd like to get your opinion on some of the major firms that are out there that we can think of, the broker-dealer firms and their compliance departments. And what would you say to those firms if if you were you know, maybe a compliance officer is listening and they're, they're debating on whether or not they should allow the CSLP for marketing for their representatives? Yes, I, I think that we should not waste any more time. And if you've gone through the coursework for the CSLP, seeing how thorough it is um, and the objective advice that we are now able to give our clients once we've completed the coursework, I don't understand how it would be a problem from a compliance standpoint, because every financial advisor that I run into is being questioned about student loans and is struggling to answer their clients' questions and put together plans as best as they possibly can. So why would you leave someone to go it their own, you know, do it on their own, um, when you have this program and these tools readily available that you know will be able to, will allow them to give their clients the most sound advice that's out there. It's, it's a no brainer to me. Yeah. It's, it's to me, I just can't get over the fact that some companies don't see this as something that they want to encourage all of their advisors to have and don't necessarily, um, you know, want them to have this information or even provide this advice that some firms don't even value these clients. And well, Jan, to blame the lawyers, like with anything else, I mean, I'll take responsibility <laughs> on behalf of all lawyers. That's why advisors are nervous about doing student loan cases because they, they know there are some landmines and, you know, that's why it's so important to have a system of, you know, verifying the credentials mm -hmm of an advisor and make sure that they do know everything they need to. And on top of that, I feel like the CSLP courses prepared us in a way that allowed us to say, okay, this is as far as we can take the advice. And from here, you'll have to consult with a, a CPA or a tax professional or someone of that nature. So it, it truly walks you through what you can um, the advice that you can provide your, your clients 
from a from a compliance standpoint, and then point you in the direction of where to direct your clients from there. Not encouraging you to offer any advice that is outside your you know scope of knowledge. And if I may add, we have two new advisors in our firm, and we are encouraging both of them to get their CSLP designations because what an incredible door opener for new advisors who are, their peers are all young professionals as well, struggling with student loan debt and are looking for a professional to turn to. It's, it's the perfect way for new advisors to start obtaining new clients and to build their credibility. That, that is, that is yeah, very good point. Um, what, what would you say to student loan borrowers out there? Maybe, maybe they're residents or maybe they're attorneys or maybe they, they're parents that borrow for student loans mm-hmm. and they're seeking out um, financial advice, whether it be tax advice or whether it, it be about retirement planning uh, mm-hmm. and, and they have student loans. What would you tell them if they were looking at looking, engaging financial professionals? Yes. So I actually just met with a couple last night, um, two physicians, very intelligent, and they were weighing their options from a tax perspective on how to file moving forward, uh, married filing separate or married filing jointly, because they just got married in June. And they were unaware of, they needed help weighing the costs and benefits, right? If they file jointly, how will that affect the wife's student loan payments, income-driven repayments? But if or if they file separately, how will that affect their tax burden? Um, they both work have worked with other financial professionals in the past, but those financial professionals and their existing C- CPA was not able to guide them on this because they didn't have the, the student loan knowledge to kind of put everything together for them. So I was able to help them to take a look at the differences between the payments work with the CPA in my firm to show them the difference in their tax liabilities and put the information together into a a perfectly congruent plan to show them, you know, exactly what they were looking for. I don't know that, you know, a lot of the other firms out there, they're missing this um, student loan expertise, so they can't tie everything together. That's been my experience. Right, right. And Carly, what what about the people who are listening who may want to find out more about you or refer clients to you or hire you to um, assist them? How can people learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So they can always visit our um, client website. It is cvwadvisors.com. So C like center, V like Victor, wadvisors.com and can always email me at carly at cbwadvisors.com and or on LinkedIn. Connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Fantastic. Well, I, I appreciate that you're willing to share your professional knowledge with other advisors and that you are, um, you know, helping give solid, practical, useful advice to young professionals and families who really can benefit from that. And I, I personally thank you for doing this, Carly, because my vision has always been to create, you know, an army of advisors who can help 
the families that are burdened by loans mm -hmm. navigate within this system. Yeah, I'm, it's my pleasure. I'm excited to help you build that army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think dance is a one-man <laughs> army, really, sometimes. You know, like, the, the, the way he cranks stuff out, I'm like, dude, w w do you sleep? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not very much. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. This has been Great. I hope I was able to add some value. No, thanks so much, Carly. And, and, and yeah, absolutely. Thank you for all you do. Thanks so much, Carly. Okay. Yeah. Don't hesitate to, you know, reach out to me as well as Jance, Thank you. you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, nice to make your Nice point. to meet you. Take care. Bye. Bye.